0: There's healing in this place here tonight. Slip over, put your hand on somebody's shoulder right now and pray the prayer of faith right now. God's fixing to use your prayer to touch somebody's body. Come on, you're waiting for the preacher to come lay hands on you. God wants to use the body tonight. Tonight it's about the body. God's going to heal the body and the spiritual body tonight. Jesus, by the authority of the name of Jesus, Let healing virtue flow right now into the human body, but let it flow into the spiritual body tonight, Lord. I speak unity, I speak peace tonight to the mind. Every heart that's troubled, every mind that's troubled, everyone that's on the verge of giving up and throwing in the towel. Tonight, God, let the strength of your spirit lift them up now in Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name We sang Feel this place Well the prayer is not feel this building as much as it is feel this place You see the Old Testament it gave us the picture when they came out of Egypt and for the first time in Scripture, Exodus 3, Moses is by the burning bush. He gets the revelation and God says, I have heard, seen, the cries, the affliction, here it is, of my people. For the first time in Scripture, he uses the word my Never before here was it ever used. Why? Because God was trying to show Moses a critical part. These are my people. These are not your people, Moses. You're gonna lead them and I chose you to lead them out, but you need to remember something. They're my people. And I'm gonna show my mighty hand and great works in bringing them out, but it will be because those are my people. If you and I can get that simple truth, even though it's Old Testament, Jesus came, robed himself in the flesh for one reason, for his people. And it hasn't changed in 2023. He's here tonight for his people. And if you and I tonight can lift faith just a little bit higher, God's gonna show you how much he loves his people. And you can leave here one more time, I'm gonna reach for somebody. Listen. Your mind is all twisted. This week has been chaotic. Your mind's confused. I see it already on some of you. I'm reaching one more time and here's what I'm asking you. I want you to close your eyes, throw your head back, and open your mouth and say, Jesus, I need you tonight. Come on, that's all you gotta say. You're his people. And he hears the cries of his people. He's moved by the affliction of the people. The suffering of the people is what moves him. You've just got to cry out saying, God, I need you now. And God's going to respond with a help of strength. By the authority of the name of Jesus, I speak peace now over a troubled mind. God loves His people. He loves them more than you and I. We can't fathom His love for you and I. Our biggest blunder, God will come back and pick us up and put us back together. We fall off the trail and somehow He finds us and puts us back on. We get knocked down thinking we ain't never going to get back up again, but somehow. The winds of grace begin to blow, and I feel strength getting in my body again to get back up again. Best place you and I could ever be is in the church, in the body of Christ, and Him being the head. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. I did not anticipate being here tonight, but it worked as such that I was able to be here. I had already previously planned for Brother Smith to to preach tonight and I want to hear him preach tonight. I'm so thankful, I am so thankful. I've heard reports of Brother Bushnell last Wednesday, Brother Fontenot Sunday and no doubt tonight. I'm so thankful that God has put within our church great men of God, great men of God. And I don't know if you, you noticed it, but let me let me bear witness to it we've got a a great range of experience we got the elders that come in brother bushnell brother smith that come with such a solid voice of faith and then you've got young men coming up brother fontenot with such the energy the revelation just together we've got such a powerful combination we are a blessed people in indian village and i thank god for that i thank god brother smith i want you to come preach, do what you feel in the Holy Ghost. I'm looking forward to hearing you elder preacher, but always comes with such a word of faith. Come Brother Smith and preach the word of God. We love you and this church loves you.
1: Well, praise God, all of God's people. Amen, what a great day to be alive. Anybody glad to be alive? All right. Some of you must be glad to be dead. <laughs> Amen. I appreciate Brother Benoit uh, trusting me to share with you tonight. I, I didn't think he was going to be here either. <laughs> now I got to preach with him looking at me. Boy, hadn't he been doing some preaching? Mm. I, I, I along with him enjoyed Brother Bushnell and Brother Fontenot and uh, their message I tell you what they did a great job also now I apologize already in advance for my throat and uh, but uh, I'm going to preach anyway how about that and and uh, I was looking out over the congregation a while ago. You know, the other night I was here, and I think I told Brother Bushnell about it. I, I got a deep depression came over me. I didn't know what to do. Was, I was just plumb depressed. I looked out over the congregation, and I was the oldest man here. <laughs> I think I might be tonight, too. <laughs> Amen. Well, they say you're only old as you feel. That don't work too good sometimes. Someone asked me today, said how you feeling? I said, I feel great. They said, You do? I said, Yeah, man. There ain't a thing wrong with my feelings. I <laughs> feel every ache and pain there is. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Singers, I appreciate the worship of the church. This is a Wednesday night, but God's not bound by what night it is. God can work any night, any day, even while you're at home. He's an all-time God. Amen. Turn with me to Hebrews, the ninth chapter. We'll be reading verses 6 through 15, and then I'll be reading Leviticus, the 17th chapter and the 11th verse. Brother Benoit, I want to say this. I, uh, it's, it's amazing how God works things. Uh, I didn't tell you anything about my message. I just told you my title. And, uh, but yet, you begin preaching my message right off. <laughs> so I believe God's got something to do about that. And uh, I feel like that God is going to do something. I'm nothing, but he's everything. And God, like he said, knows your needs, and God is here to meet your need tonight. My hope is, and, uh, and I feel like God's going to do that, my hope is that somehow a light bulb will come on inside of your mind and you'll fi- finally realize or may have an understanding of just ha- who you really are. Right. Right. Amen. And what you really mean to God. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and God knows your cry, hears your cry, knows where you're at, and uh, we are his people. Praise God. The Bible says, now this where I'm reading you in the ninth chapter of Hebrews. Course is talking about the tabernacle and different parts of the tabernacle, talking about the first tabernacle and the holies of holies and all that was in there and what was going on. And then we get to verse six where it says, now when these things, where thus ordained the priests went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood. Notice that. There was blood involved, which he offered for himself, and for the heirs of the people. Verse eight, the Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiness of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining unto conscience, which stood only in meats and drinks and divers washings and cornal ordinances, imposing on them until the time of reformation. But Christ being come, notice this, a high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. Oh, hallelujah. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal Everybody say eternal redemption for your neighbor, for your friend, for who? For us. us. Say it again. For For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean sacrifice, sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience and dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause, hallelujah, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Can somebody give the Lord a little bit of praise about right now? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. I call your attention back to verse 12 of chapter 9 where it says neither the blood of goats and of calves but by his own blood. Whose blood? Somebody call it out. Come on, say it again. By his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place having obtained eternal redemption for us. Jesus did it for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Point your finger at your neighbor and said, that means you. Hallelujah. Then take that same finger and point it back at yourself and say, me too. too. He did it for you and you and you and you and you and you. Hallelujah. We have eternal, eternal redemption. I don't know about you, that lights my fire. If it don't light your fire, your matches is wet. Somebody needs to give him a little bit of glory and praise. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Leviticus 17 says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Whatever you do, no matter what anything else you may think about doing, but whatever you do, you need to make sure you have his blood in your life. Hallelujah. You may just not understand about the blood, but without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. We've got to put the blood in our life. Hallelujah. You were talking about Moses tonight and talking about his people in the in the wilderness. But before they left Egypt, the Lord said, You've got to put the blood on both sides of the door and on top of the door. When the death angel comes, it will pass over you. I want you to know if you don't have the blood, all three places, when the death angel comes, you're not gonna rise with the Lord and be with him for eternity. We've got to have his blood applied. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice two words tonight. Redemption, which and atonement. Redemption means to buy back, or payment for ransom. Right. Oh hallelujah. Ooh, you'll understand it in a minute. Atonement means to cover or to cancel your sin. Right, right, right. <laughs> yes, right, right. Ooh, that's like on, uh, owing a, a million dollars at the bank and you go and somebody says it's been paid for. It says paid in full. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, everybody that's in this house tonight, if you can get it in your mind, and your heart, and realize that if you apply the blood to your heart and your life, God puts a stamp on it says it's for it. God, it's paid for. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because Adam and Eve sin in the garden. And what happened, and I don't want to make a long story, but I don't know how long they were in the garden. Maybe Brother Benoit knows, but they were bound to have been there for quite a while. They probably passed by the tree of life many times. Oh, hallelujah. But they took up the fruit that God told them not to take of, and it caused sin to enter into mankind. But I want you to understand, we belong to God. God formed us from the dust of the ground and he breathed into us nostrils of breath of life but Satan come around and he kidnapped us You're by, you have been kidnapped by Satan but I want you to understand hallelujah we belong to God because of redemption hear me Satan is eternally defeated by the blood of Jesus Hallelujah. I've dealt with several people that have been possessed with evil spirit. And oh, I could tell you some stories tonight, but I don't have the time to go through all of them. But I found that in dealing with unclean spirits and people with, with possessed with that spirit, I found out that when I pray with them, I begin to plead the blood upon that. And there's something about it, God's cleansing blood. I've seen them be cleansed and be made whole. I remember one time in the Rio Grande Valley where I started my first church. There was a man that I had been witnessing to that was also in Vietnam. And he became a killer. He kept wanting to go back and back. And all he wanted to do was kill. Before that, he was a part of a gang there in Harlingen. And he just began to do that and actually shot his lieutenant one time and killed him. And they finally told him to get out. Well, he'd come to church, and that man was sitting on the second row, and he, God got a hold of him, and he'd come walking up. And when I laid hands on him, he grabbed me in my chest and began to try to crush me. But I just kept praying in Jesus' name. I put the blood upon this life and he fell to his knees and that man received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He became a Pentecostal preacher and had a church and preaching and having all kinds of people going and preaching and pastoring a church in Dallas, Texas right now. Don't tell me that God's blood can't take care of it. The blood, we are protected by the blood of Jesus and Satan is eternally defeated. First Corinthians 15 and 22 says, hallelujah, for as in Adam, which is man, all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. (laughs) This is why he said, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Hallelujah, that's why the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Praise God. We must have his blood upon our life. So you're asking, how do I get the blood? I'm glad you asked. We must be, the next slide please. We must make sure that we have the blood in our lives. We must be partakers of his death, burial, burial and resurrection. What are you talking about, preacher? Death is repentance. That's when you just simply say, God, I'm sorry for every sin that I've done. Every sin I don't even know I've done. I want to repent of it, and God is quick to forgive and forget all your sins. And then you got to be buried. How? In baptism. In the wonderful name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. And then there is a resurrection. What are you talking about? The Holy Ghost comes in. Hallelujah. Anybody got the Holy Ghost in the house? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. The Bible says, and I believe, the Bible says we're not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. This is why we sing that old song. I'm redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory, glory. Christ is mine. Hmm. Anybody been redeemed in the house tonight? Woo. There ain't no devil in hell can take you and, and destroy you because you belong to God tonight. You need to tell the devil to take a long walk on a short pier. Tell him to get out of your life. Tell him you don't have no room for him. Tell him the door is closed. The lights is out. Get out. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. We have our beginning in Christ because of his resurrection we have our destination in him. We have our beginning in Christ and because of his resurrection we have our destiny in him. I know where I'm going. (laughs) I said I know where I'm going. My Lord's been preparing it for a long time. I can't wait, Brother Roger, to see the streets of gold. I may not be able to run, and I may not be able to dance tonight, but when I get to heaven, I'm going to run down those streets of gold. Oh, hallelujah. And because Jesus defeated Satan, It's not defeat for us, but victory by the power of the Holy Ghost. Romans 8 and 17, we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. God loved as ben, Brother Benoit was saying, God loves us enough to come and become flesh right. yeah. so he could die for us. Yes. Mm. Yes. Hallelujah. And because of his coming and dying for us, we, we share his victories. We share his victories. Whatever he was victorious in, And I mean, I could preach a long time tonight just on the victories of Christ. But whatever victory he shared, we share it. Mm. Victory number one. Jesus was victorious in his walk on earth. Did it not say in John 1 and 1 in the beginning was a word and the word was with God and the word was God? Hallelujah. And then John 1:14 says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. Who are we talking about? Come on, somebody call it out. Come on, say it again. Woo, that makes him happy. <laughs> you can make the devil as nervous as a termite in a yo-yo. Every time you say Jesus, ha, <laughs> You can just whip him around. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. An angel's visit would not do. God came himself to, in a form of flesh for you and me. This is how much he loves us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Matthew 4, in Luke 4, we find Satan trying to tempt Jesus with the lust of the flesh and the pride of life but Jesus conquered him with the word. Right, right, right. Hallelujah. When Satan comes and tries to tempt you with the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, all you got to say is, Satan, it is written. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Right, right. Ooh, you can conquer him with the word. Yes, right. For it is the word written that we can we can. What we can do, we just say, hey, Satan, guess what? What? I read the back of the book. I know how this story ends. <laughs> they sang about it tonight. Every tongue shall confess. Every knee shall bow. And they will confess that Jesus is Lord. Well, hallelujah. Satan, you hear that tonight? You don't have no power over God's people because we got the blood shed over us. I come against every evil spirit in this hour, in this generation, and around this church, in our community, I bind it in the name of Jesus. We have the power to do it. Bind him in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Use the word on him, it is written. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Victory number two. Jesus met Satan under every possible form of disease. And in every place, Jesus conquered him. Mm. Hallelujah. Now, I know, I know that not everybody will be healed, some will not be healed. And we'll die with whatever affliction we have sometimes. But God knows best. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. I used to wonder a lot when I prayed for people and they wouldn't get healed. And I'd get all upset. God told me one time, said, are you healing them? No. Why are you upset? It's my job to do it. So I just pray and let God do his thing. I never forget one time, Brother T.W. Barnes, you may know who I'm talking about. Prayed for a lot of people. I don't know if you know him or not. But he prayed for people and people from all over the place go and meet him. And I went one time, brought a man with me to talk to him. And he said, you know what? He said, I have been in bed sick. People come, I get out of bed and go pray for them and God heal them and I have to go back to bed sick. God is in that business. He knows what he's doing. Yes, right. It's not in the man. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Don't ever follow the man. Right. Give him the glory. Because right. right. he's the one who does it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but we can conquer diseases. Hallelujah. Matthew 4 says that Jesus went all about Galilee, preaching the gospel and healing all manner of diseases. Jesus can and will heal you also. Mm. In the over 52 years, over 52 years I've been preaching and I have seen all kinds of healings and I'm not gonna take time to go through all that and some of them, but I have seen every kind of thing healed. God has just healed them and I, I remember one time in Moss Bluff preaching a revival many, many years ago now. And uh, I was much younger, and, uh, preaching a revival. And one night while the word was being preaching, I didn't lay hands on nobody. I didn't anoint anybody at all. We just preaching the word about God healing. And two people got a miracle that night. One, all of a sudden, one man screamed and hollered out. He said, I can hear. He had been deaf in one ear for 50 years and couldn't hear. And while the word was going forth, God heal that man instantly. Hallelujah. There was a lady there that had to have, and I hate to say this in front of everybody, had to have a complete hysterectomy the next day from that night that I was preaching. And so... She said I feel like God touched me tonight. And I said so before you have your surgery in the morning tell them to check you one more time. And she went and got checked the next morning for surgery and they couldn't find a thing wrong with her. <laughs> Ain't that just like our God? <laughs> One of the greatest revivals we had in Winfield was a man, a Catholic man, that drove by our church every day. He owned a store and had a business, a a, a restaurant, rather, and uh, everybody knew him. He was on the school board and a very likable man. He went to Houston, and they already told him the the last, said, go and prepare yourself. There's no hope. And he drove by that church. While he was coming back, he prayed. He said, God, I don't want to die Please help me, help me some kind of way. This is his testimony because afterwards he went to all kind of churches all over the place giving his testimony. He said, when I drove by the church this time, something spoke to me and said, go to that church. And the night that he was gonna to come to the church, it was raining and the lights was all out. All of that part of Winfield. His mama lived on the same street. So he called his mother, his mother called and said, David, you don't need to come tonight. The lights is out. They're not gonna have to Oh no, Mom, you don't understand. God told me to go and I'm gonna go. The lights are gonna come back on. That man came and he sat on the second row. And that night while the preaching was going on and afterwards, he came up and was prayed for and God touched him. But the lights did come on before that. (laughs) We had candles out everywhere. And the lights come on. But God healed him. And he went all over the place telling everybody and giving his testimony. God began to pour out all kinds of things happening. And people were coming. And we started revival. Hallelujah. With old brother Jeff Ferris was preaching it. And there was people coming from everywhere to get prayed for. Another lady was healed of cancer. Another lady, man was healed of cancer. There was all kinds of things being done. It started revival. We had over 100 souls prayed through and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Don't tell me God can't do that same thing right here. Get ready for it, church. God's bringing a revival. Woo. Anybody in the house believe it? Anybody ready for it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. When I was in the hospital, I don't know if I have ever got to tell the church about when they didn't give me much hope when I had COVID and I went on the vent. I never forget one night before I went on the vent. I woke up one evening and there was somebody standing here on my side of me. I looked over and all I could see was eyes. Had all that stuff on, you know, how they do when they go in with with all this kind of junk. I looked over there and I didn't even recognize my wife at first, but all of a sudden, I realized who it was, and she said, you are going to make it. You are gonna get out of here. Hallelujah. And I said, yes, I am. And then I went on the vent. They didn't give me much hope. But while I was on the vent, I don't know how this happened. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe you in the profession, medical field know and could say something about it, but somehow I had a dream or a vision, but I was in a round room, and there was lights in the room, and there was another bed in there, and another man with a blanket a sheet over him, and I said, well, that's my preacher friend, Brother Andy Wilson, who's pastoring in Minden, Louisiana right now, Used to be my assistant pastor. And all of a sudden the lights just started going off. Bloom, boom, boom, boom. Just like shutters on an old camera. You know how they flip close. And it just all the way around and it went black. And I remember saying, God, I don't want to die. I wanna I wanna see my kids and my grandkids. I want to do something for you. And after a while, bloop, one light came on. And then it just started, bloop, 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 bloop. Everything lit up. I don't know why God let me live. Maybe to stand here tonight and tell you about the blood of Jesus. Yes, Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, but God is so good. I don't know why. That God let me live, and I was in the same room the brother guy was in. Our guy, I mean, you know who I'm talking about, St. George guy, in the same room with George guy. And he left us, but God let me live. I believe there's something God's got for me to do, and I'm gonna be sensitive to whatever it is because God. <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. We're gonna conquer it. Can somebody say amen? Amen. I'm telling you tonight, you can leave here changed. Hallelujah. Oh, that clock's not my friend right now. I'm trying to hurry. Victory number three. Jesus conquered death. Because of his death, we have a twofold victory. 1 Corinthians 15 says that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he had been risen on the third day. We may face death, but we also are gonna face the third day. Mm. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 4, verse 16 and 17. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first, verse 17. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. There ain't no grave gonna hold this body down. There ain't no grave gonna hold this body down. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna get up out of this ground. Hallelujah! (laughs) 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 We're gonna get up, folks. (laughs) I believe there's some that believe it's gonna happen. And the last one, victory number four. I'm coming, I'm coming to close as fast as I can. Jesus conquered sin. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, I said, him who knew no sin, he made to be sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Christ made it possible for natural man to become a new creation, and that by that new creation become the righteousness of God in Christ. Righteousness means the ability to stand in God's presence and say, "I have been forgiven." Ooh, hallelujah! Praise God! You can stand before God forgiven. Where do you stand tonight, friend? 2 Corinthians 5:17 says therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away; behold, all things are become new. Only you can change what happens in your life. I'm closing. Would you stand? Hallelujah. God's will for you is to be able to live a victorious life. He said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. He said, for, the, for this cause came I into this world. He said in 1 John 4:4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, for greater is he, for greater is he that is in you than he that is in them in the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are an overcomer. It's not three strikes and you're out. Jesus says you got another bat. I don't know what may have happened in your life, what may where you may be in the stand you are right now with God, but I'm here to tell you you're not out. God is not striking you out said you're out he said oh no you got another bat come on this is your chance to go to bat tonight if you need the Lord he's here tonight for you praise God when you have the Holy Ghost in you there is no power or force in this world greater because you have the authority to use the name of Jesus somebody say that name devil I want you to hear it somebody shout it again Woo! Hallelujah. And they're going to sing. And while they're singing, if you need from God, if you need the Holy Ghost, you need a healing, you need a blessing, whatever you need is right here waiting for you. And it's all up to you. All you've got to do is come and let God give it to you. When they begin to, to sing and play right now, you just come on, come on. Maybe the church can come on. You can come with the church. Gather around. Let's come believing. Hallelujah. You are one God, tongue-talking, devil-chasing, hallelujah come on come believe it whatever you need from God tonight you can have it it's in this place for you praise God God. thank you Jesus thank you Jesus come on somebody find someone to pray with
0: This is, actually, this is what I want us to do. But the Smith has preached a great message, old fashioned Holy Ghost message. Like My old boy said that's cornbread potato preaching. Solid, atoning, the power of the blood, the Holy Ghost. But here's what I want us to do before the I want us to, to all heal Because there's healing. I felt it when I walked in the building. There's healing in this building tonight. God wants to heal somebody. And god wants to fill somebody with the holy ghost somebody could leave here tonight you could be baptized in jesus name and i want us all to repent before we go any further and sing any song i want us to lift our hands and we're going to repent together come on lift your voice with me jesus forgive me of everything i've done come on let it come from your heart you're turning from something You say, well, I've been living for God for 30 years. Folks, we're all sinners. Paul said, i got to die daily. You did something today, I guarantee you, that grieved the Holy Ghost. Let's ask him today, forgive me, God, of anything I've done today things i don't even know i've done things i said things i thought things i heard things i watched things i anything god that would grieve you forgive me god forgive me for things i should have done that i didn't do forgive me for not responding quicker to sin forgive me today god forgive me of all of my sins i'm asking you lord forgive me tonight come on lift your voice put your 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 name in place What is it? Maybe doubt, maybe unbelief. Maybe I was negative today. Maybe I said something against another brother or saint or a man of God. God, forgive me for what I said. Forgive me for what I heard. Forgive me for what I saw. God, forgive me today. And now, Lord, I give my whole heart to you right now. Come on, lift your hands right now. Now we're going to receive mode. Singers get ready, you're gonna sing and lead us in worship but now I want us to begin to worship him. If we're before the Lord, righteous and redeemed, you should be able to lift your hands and say, I'm forgiven today, I'm forgiven of my sins. There's no greater joy than you and I begin to declare, I'm forgiven. Come on, lift your voice. God, I thank you for the blood. God, I thank you for the blood. God, I thank you for what you've done. God, I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for redeeming me. Now, if you need healing right now, call it out to the Lord. God, I loose this from my body right now. Come on, say it. I loose this high blood pressure. It's an infirmity that's attacked your body. I loose it now in Jesus' name. Loose it now from my body. Ministering brethren, help me right now to pray. Ministers, help me right now to pray. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. He wants to feel somebody. He wants to restore somebody. When's the last time you talked in tongues? Come on, let the Holy Ghost flow through you again and get a fresh fresh Touch of God tonight. I don't care how long you live for God. If there's not a fresh touch, you could be lost. No matter how long you've been faithful to this church. We know that hope is never.